Welcome to another episode of the Sideline Sodas podcast. It is Thursday, March 16th at 10.15. We're just getting ready to start watching the Texas A&M versus Penn State basketball game. And we got a good show lined up for you today. Today, we got a little NFL talk talking about recent free agency. Panthers taking the number one overall pick. We have a new segment, Start Bench Cut, presented by our lovely sponsors over at the Farm Brewery. Life is brutal. It is so brutal. And we have, uh, we're going to wrap it up with a little John Morant talk. Of course, he can't stay out of the news. And then we're going to talk about a little March Madness, a little recap of the first day, our predictions with our brackets filled out, see how many have been busted already, and a little future talk, see what's going to happen in the world of college basketball. With that being said, let's get into it. Tell them that story you were telling me. And now for our basketball feature presentation. Here we go. Panthers trade the entire organization for the first pick. I'm curious to know the boys' thoughts on it. Quick recap. I really thought that the Bears were going to keep the first pick and potentially take a quarterback. Of course, I'm wrong, which Henry alluded to. Don't fade Luke. Fade Luke. Fade Luke. I'm the last always, always fade Luke. Fade Luke. But I'm curious to know what you boys think about the first pick and also – They've made quite the splash in free agency as well. Yeah, um, I think it's I think it's interesting, right? Like that you they made a big trade. I mean that that's a hefty tag to give up to go and get the first overall pick. But they've seemed to have made up for it pretty nicely by so, going to get some big free agents. Quickly, let's just go over it. Trade for the first pick. They go <clears> and they sign Andy Dalton for two years, which all right, they've signed a mentor to whoever they pick, Miles Sanders. For four years for $25 million. Nice signing. I agree. Hayden Hurst, they bring in, which I think is a steal. They got him for 21. God, pass 21, that man around. 21 and a, yeah, a little bit. 21, he got 13 guaranteed. They brought in a center, two defensive linemen, and a safety. Henry, your thought? I think it really, whether this is a good move or not, is going to come down to who they get a quarterback and whether it pans out for them. If you get a franchise quarterback at one, then obviously it's worth it. But if you don't, then you're setting yourself back. They're giving up a lot of picks. It's trades like this. Obviously, they clearly have one of the quarterbacks that they are very confident in being the guy. And if that pans out, I think it's a good move. I also think it's I think it's a great trade for the Chicago Bears as well. I'm a Justin Fields believer. I saw him agreed at Ohio State. The dude just torched the Big Ten for years, going up against some good defenses and. The big issue with the NFL is with him in the NFL so far has been he hasn't had the weapons. And so I think this gives the Bears a lot of resources to go and build that team yeah, around. I agree. Spot to succeed. Also, DJ Moore is quietly one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL. Like, I thought the D- the fact that they got DJ Moore in with all those picks, I thought was crazy. And 
they check a box with the needs to prove that Justin Fields is the guy. So it's very much like Chicago very much has believed in Fields and they should. And and look like I don't know. I just thought it was very interesting and I also I think the Panthers will fuck up whoever they pick first. I don't think it's really going to matter. Like but also I think AR15 to pair up to going number 1 overall looks a lot better because Frank Reich loves Anthony Richardson. So I think you made some great points there. This one's just kind of, if I was going to ask you guys, if you were a Carolina fan or a Chicago fan, who would you rather be right now? Would you rather be a Bears fan or would you rather be a Panthers fan? Bears. This is, so let's run through their free agents. They signed PJ Walker. They get Deontay Foreman. That's a pretty good sign. Travis Homer. They get DJ Moore, obviously. They get Tunyon from Green Bay, who's a stud. Coming off an ACL, though. Coming off an ACL. They signed Traymond Edmonds, who's a dog. They also got another line. They got TJ Edwards. It looks like the Bears are going all in on the whole Jalen Hurts bit. Like, they really feel like they're going to take this leap that they feel they're going to be Super Bowl contenders. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's a good time to be a Bear. Shout out Big Cap. I'm sure he's thrilled. (laughs) I actually, I'd prefer to be a Panthers fan. I think... Really? Look at, I think you look at I'm don't get me wrong, I'm a diehard Bucks fan, but if you're me looking at now. the NFC, if you're looking at the NFC South right now, I think that right now the Panthers have a shot to make a chase, a real run to go take that AFC or NFC South title. Excuse me. Yeah, but that and, division is shambles. Right. Yeah, but if you're a Panthers fan right now and you're looking at just the immediate effects of this, I think that with a you have a vet now. You have Andy Dalton. You have a vet that you can fall back if you're whoever you draft is not ready to go. I think right now you have the keys last year. You made a push and almost took it. I think this year with the signings they've made, I think they have a chance that they could really make a push to win the NFC South. And I think that's, if you're a Panthers fan right now, that's something to be excited about. So you like the Panthers to win that division over the saints. Yeah. Wow. Henry, the NFC South. I'm not really sure what winning the NFC South does for you. Like, congratulations on your first. Well, you make play- the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, you make the playoffs, and you become a lot more enticing to free agents because you were making the playoffs and get slaughtered by whoever you play. But yeah, yeah, no, you make the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd rather be a Bears fan. I yeah, and weapon fields and Rogers is going to the Jets, which we can discuss next. The bad oh. man be gone so that division got a lot more open and no one can ever tell me that the vikings are the favorite i refuse to believe that with kirk cousins history i i I, by the way justin jefferson all-time wide receiver there's no debate on that but kirk cousins is so unreliable he checked down he checked down on a fourth down in a playoff game he took his check down by the way I don't know if you guys have seen, there's like video surfacing of like him with PFT and stuff. Good dude. Like all time, all time dude, all time dude, not all time quarterback. No, but like all time, like love to have a beer with that dude. Like, but I just, it's super interesting to think. I understand what you're saying, Kyle, with that division is super open, but Baker, we can get into the Baker thing after we talk about, I don't know if you guys tuned into the Pat McAfee show on, they had, 400,000 people watching his live stream on YouTube. And 
the best part of it was when Aaron Rodgers opens up this thing and he goes, I haven't made it, or I've already made the decision. And like to watch like Pat McAfee's face go like white because he's like, oh shit, he's not going to announce where he went or like where he's going. And then he's like, I wanted to be a Jet. Like I want to play. Henry being a Wisconsin guy, needs some thoughts from you, big guy. Yeah, I think it's, I honestly think in the long term, it's probably better for the Packers. They weren't a playoff team last year, even with him. They need, I don't think they had a clear path to being a real contender next year either, even if he stayed. And you're at a point with Jordan Love where next year is going to be the year where you have to pick up his fifth year option. So you need him to start now. You need to know what you have or else, you know, you're going to, he's going to be up for a contract extension and he's never started. He's a first round pick. At some point, your first round pick has to become the guy. So Yeah, I think you make some great points there. I'm more interested to hear, what do you guys think about the Jets? I mean, obviously there's, you still got to cross some letters, dot some I's. So just to get um, Aaron on the Jets, but how do you guys feel about the Jets now as contenders? I, maybe it's just a bias. I've always never really been a big Jets guy. I just, I think it makes them significantly better. I don't know if they're ready to win a Super Bowl still. I think that the Jets got better. I think that adding, by the way, there's this narrative that Alan Lazard doesn't have in a thousand yard receiving season. I think that's bullshit. I think Lazard's a very good, and I think he's a brutal third down threat for anyone. I don't care who he plays for. And Rodgers has a element of trust with him that's big. Like he already has that relationship. Exactly, dude. And they gave him, let's really talk about his contract. They gave him four years, 44 million. Um, so they gave him 11 million a year. It doesn't have guarantees here, but so I don't know, but. Then they bring in Quincy. They re-sign Quincy Williams, Chuck Clark, safety trade for the Baltimore Ravens, and they Zerline. Holy shit, good kicker there. So I think it's interesting. I think that I look. I think the Bills are coming back with a vengeance. I think Miami. Got and we a lot can't of forget the Chiefs. The Ch always, but I think. And by the way, there's a lot of talk that D Hop is gonna be a Chief. We'll talk about that later. That ends the league. I'm it's sorry. over. Yeah, it's over. By the way invest right now in them to win the Super Bowl. Um, but my whole thing is... Fade Luke. Fade Luke. Yeah, Fade Luke. Yes. Fade Luke. I don't know if you want to Fade Luke on if they get D-Hop and they win the Super Bowl. But no, Fade Luke. Fade Luke. But I, uh, I think that the Jets are legitimate. I also think that Aaron coming into the division... By the way, I know it sounds crazy, but the Patriots got a lot better in adding Juju. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I'm still know. torn on that. I'm still I, torn. By the way, he's not doing any fucking TikTok dances in 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 New England. I can promise you, Belichick's not putting up with any of that. Ball. No, I'm still. I'm just torn. I know he's not going to be doing any of that. I know, shit, but, but are you torn over what he said after the Super Bowl? No, I'm torn on Juju fading down his end of his over at the end in Pittsburgh. Faded. Mahomes can rejuvenate almost anyone. He's making. He threw for how many yards did Mahomes throw for? Fourth. I thought. I think I saw that. Juju had nine nine thirty three something that Shit, he almost, almost had a thousand, thousand almost thousand yard season. But again, you think he's gonna have a thousand yard season? No, no, nope. Mac? nope. No. Do you think Juju's worth what was it eleven mil a year? Thirty three year, thirty three mil, eleven. You got twenty year, twenty guaranteed. Twenty guaranteed. So. I no, I if don't you're know. A Patriots no. fan, are you happy no. about that signing? Take away the big listening. name. Are you happy about that signing? 
listen, being a Patriots fan's got to be tough because is Mac Jones even the guy? I legitimately think there's a conversation, but look, they brought up Bill O'Brien from Alabama, who was a NFL GM with the Texas. Oh, wait a second. And a horrible <laughs> NFL that, head yeah, coach. I was, about to I was say, just going to say, he was a head coach. And a horrible GM, head and he coach. Terrible. He had JJ Watt and also had Deshaun Watson. And, oof, never mind. Pause. But I think that that whole organization is in an interesting flux. I think that I also do think that Bill O'Brien's probably a better play caller. Fuck, what's his name? The defensive coordinator that called it for him last year. Was it Fuck, I can't remember his name. Matt Patricia. Yeah, Patricia. Patricia. God, that took me too long. But Patricia is a defensive guy, and he was calling offensive plays. So I don't know. I think that's a little ridiculous, and I think they will be better than they were last year. Also, Belichick's got to be on a little bit of a revenge tour. I thought the Juju signing was good for them, though. I did. I'm curious to hear your thoughts, Henry. I don't know what to make of Juju. I do think that Kansas City offense with Andy Reid designing it and Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball, it's ridiculously wide receiver friendly. So I, I do think his numbers are probably a little bit inflated. Look, he is tailing, and really, I think a lot of the hate he gets is from some of the off-the-field stuff earlier. I guess it technically was on the field. He was doing the dances on the field. But I think he yeah, has that, a lot that of that doesn't help. Yeah. But Bel- Belichick will not allow that to happen, as Kyle said earlier. I think he could be a productive receiver. I think he'll be a good check down, third down, get four yards, still have to punt. I think he, I think he could be a little more than that. I think he could turn into a, like he was this year, you know, third down, gets maybe 14, 15 third down he's a check down guy that can get yards i just i don't think the price tag justifies juju i agree and i said the same thing do i do agree i thought that was a lot of money for a receiver they paid him because he won a super bowl that's what the reality is fair enough and also yeah that's enough juju talk yeah back to the back to the afc but i think jalen ramsey right how about jalen ramsey I listen, and he joins a division now where Aaron Rodgers is going into that division. Tua's health is always something that we'll always question. I think he's supposed to be doing jujitsu training to get better at that. So shout that, out again, horrible idea. Let's walk on cobblestone street, Scott. Yeah, I think but let's just do as many activities that could involve hurting your head as humanly let's possible. Let's just get a couple more concussions in the off season. And maybe we'll the secret to concussions has just been tolerance this whole time. Have we Jesus. considered that? So yeah, has he tried microdosing concussions? I heard Guys, boxing's great. I think he's I, Henry. I think he's working on the microdosing part of it. Look, I think the Jalen Ramsey thing in Miami is a testament that the Miami's all in, and they picked up his fifth year option. I hope the best for two. I hated him when he was at Alabama. I do think he's when they came back against Baltimore last year. I thought that was one of the most electric games of the year, and neither team played any defense. But defense is for chumps. I guess so, but also, I don't know. I think the Jalen Ramsey thing, they basically traded a bag of balls for him. So A steal, honestly, if if he plays anything. But you got to think the Rams are in total, like the Rams have, and I can't believe McVay came back. I can't, by the way, I can't believe they let fucking Baker walk. We'll be getting into that. All the... Raise the fucking sale, baby. I uh, I just thought it was all very interesting. And they to close the. I want everyone's thoughts on the Ramsey trade. I think it was a steal for Miami. I also think that the Rams were desperate to unload that contract. I'm yeah, curious what you guys think. I agree I, with. I, I agree with both. Yeah, same. The Rams they've they've backed themselves into this position and they got a Super Bowl out of it. 
So I think they would say it was worth it, but this was, they were always going to arrive at this point. They just, they don't have the cap space. They don't have a lot of the, a lot of the draft picks even to go out and get cheap young talent in the draft. So they got to start, they had to offload some contracts and Jalen Ramsey, he's one where he's probably at a point in his career where he's not in this super long-term plans for a team that has yeah, to Yeah, maybe I would disagree in the fact I think it was not worth it for the Rams. How many times did they go all in every year and right. get one Super Bowl out of all that? But that's for another day. I, great trade. Dolphins got significantly better. Absolutely. Turning it over to the NFC. The Eagles, little Darius Slay yeah. teasing over so there. Let's just talk the Eagles about, just reloaded. This is all I'm going to say is the cap is bullshit. The and I'm never going to do this again in the NFL. This is all I'm going to say is, and they, all the reporters and everything wanted to come out and say, oh, like he tested the market. Bullshit. They told him to become a free agent. They would pay him. That's what happened here. And it's fine. I'm cool with it. But let's pretend, let's not pretend or let's stop pretending like the cap is a real thing in the NFL because it's not. It's bullshit. And I'm good for Slade, by the way. Good for him. He needs to retire an Eagle. I could not imagine him in another uniform. I'll just be honest. One, it hasn't been – it really hasn't been a thing for the Eagles. Howie Roseman, their GM, has – and he's been doing this for years. He did it with the 2017-2018 team that won a Super Bowl. Where he structures these contracts. You, get all, you have a lot of guaranteed money in the deal still – but he structures them so they're very backloaded and they'll keep restructuring them to keep pushing that down the road. And what's been happening is, as we know, the salary cap has been steadily increasing. And so the longer you push that guaranteed money down the road by you keep restructuring these contracts, um, it's less of a chunk of the salary cap by the time you actually end up paying it because in those three, four, five years, the salary cap's gone up. And it's also the point that by the way, he's GM of the year for the next, I don't know. If they if, listen, if the Eagles win a Super Bowl, which our executive producer would be thrilled about, if they win a Super Bowl, then he did everything right. He did. And I'm so curious who they drafted that pick at. I think they draft 10th. 10th. Yeah. Yeah. They draft a 10th pick. pick. So it'll be so interesting to see what they do in letting Miles Sanders walk. That makes me feel like they're going to go get a running back. But I don't know. That Won't seems, and, that well, seems they early. Signed, uh, they signed Seattle's running back in free agency. Yeah, and they got Boston Scott. Boston Scott's just a giant kid. Well, that's two wins a year. <laughs> I was going to say that, that, <laughs> that, that takes out a, a big chunk of your schedule. I was going to look and see. Give me one second. I'll pull up. So they yeah. Rashad Penny. Rashad, yeah, they got Rashad Penny. But um, it's a good so signing. They, I don't think he's. That's Holy any worse than Miles dude. Sanders. I think it's about the same. Maybe a little oh. more explosive. And Very Penny, quickly. Rashad. No, I, got go deal, ahead. I got the deal numbers right here on Penny. I just pulled First it First of up. all, when he's been healthy, his issue's been injuries. When he's been healthy, he's been a very one of the more efficient runners in the league. And it's just a one-year deal worth, it's $1.35 million. Only 600 k of that is guaranteed. That sounds like a good deal to me. Sounds like a hell of a deal. The other thing to consider here, too, is they brought Kelsey back. They gave Kelsey f- fucking $14 million. You can't overpay that guy. I'll just make that clear now. There's not a there's not an angle where you can overpay the leader of your team. They bring Fletcher Cox back, which I think is great for $10 million. And took the hometown um, discount. That's huge. He did. He did. But also, that's another dude that if you saw 
if you saw it in another jersey, you'd be like, nah, I don't know. It doesn't like, look right. No, yeah. it doesn't look right. And also, it doesn't feel right. Brandon Graham, they also brought yeah. Brad They brought back the four. Bradbury and then fucking Slay. But it is what it is. I just think it's also interesting in the sense that the Eagles didn't. Look, every announcer wants to say the Eagles got worse this. I disagree completely. They I think did, the Eagles have, maintained. I agree. They did have some losses, though. Losing both your starting linebackers, as we mentioned earlier, TJ yeah. Edward to yeah. the Bears. And then you have still undecided as CJ Gardner Johnson. Shout out UF. Will the Eagles be able to get him back to their biggest loss right now is Javon Hargrave go, signing with the 49ers. Absolutely. But that's also, you got guys waiting in the wings from last year's draft. You got Jordan Davis who can slide in on the defensive Look, line, who was the number one overall pick. You have N'Kobe Dean. The only, thing the, Eagles, the only thing the Eagles can do wrong is not extend Hurts. That's it. You can't do anything else wrong. That's it. I agree. I'm dead serious. That's it. Darren Waller's a giant. Moving on. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a chief. We alluded it to it earlier. Holy fuck. If, they, if that is real from everything, I think we've all been real. That offense gets even better on a year where they drop this is the craziest thing about the chiefs right and they're gonna lose the enemy who it sounds like more and more the more you read was nothing to that offense in a sense but dude i just they had d hop to it mahomes is oh baby. man mahomes is baby goat i don't know and kelsey if Okay, so there's something I need to check on. So y'all talk about this because I want to make sure I have my So I'm big, obviously, Tampa Bay. Brady is my goat. If I'm a Brady just believer, I'm scared if I'm a Brady guy seeing Patrick Mahomes actually getting a real weapon at wide receiver. I'm pretty scared. Tyreek Hill is great. We know Tyreek Hill is great. But if you give him the chance to reload with a weapon like D-Hop – I'm scared if they can give him a long-term deal. How many Super Bowls can you put together in that time? They still have been to the AFC Championship every single year. You give them a chance with a lethal, not just great receiver like Tyreek Hill, but a lethal receiver like DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm genuinely scared for the rest of the AFC and the rest of the league having to go up against that every year. Yeah, I think, thoughts? I think it's, it's a scary prospect, especially you saw what that offense did in the Super Bowl. They just came out in the second half, and the Eagles, who had a good defense all year, the Eagles couldn't come up with a single stop. And it was Andy Reid is – it's just – they've created a monster there. And you had a guy like D-Hop who can just win those – win in those 50-50 situations consistently, and you put that on top of just be – Mahomes, Reed being able to scheme receivers open and Mahomes being able to throw them open. Like, just scary. Just good scary. To the rest of the league. Luke, did you oh, find so, that stat? Yeah, sorry. I was looking to see if they, so I read a stat earlier that they extended Kelsey. I think it's the old stat. So he's under contract till 2025 and they deferred money for a little bit. So it, it wasn't anything. I Before we got on, we were talking and I thought I read that they had extended He's under contract till 2025 for 57 and a half million. No worries. He's, by the way, greatest tight end of all time. The second mm. is, whoa, another talk. Save that for another day. Um, yeah, I think, um, I think we could wrap this NFL segment up with just a quick 
Raise the flags. Congratulations. Raise the fucking bringing, flag. Baker we're bringing Mayfield. another into the Tampa Bay organization. Go, Congratulations, Luke. You are now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer with the Tampa Buccaneers Bay. signing Baker Mayfield I on a one-year deal. On one of these fucking episodes, I'm going to wear all the jerseys. I'm going to pull them off every 10 minutes because I've got all. Great, of- great year to come to the Bucks as the cream sickles are coming back this year. So Baker in oh. sickle orange. By the way, the, when we plan our weekend to come to Gainesville, it needs to be on a weekend where the Bucks are playing at home so I can go watch my boy. I also hope Trask plays, but if I could just go see my boy, I'm good. In a perfect world, we'll split reps. That w- yeah. Yes, absolutely. Maybe a little wildcat. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Just shout out Baker Mayfield. All right. This is. Yeah, this is a very pro Baker Mayfield podcast. It's a bit the biggest. My fucking dog is named Baker. All right, so moving if you, on. If you need any more evidence that you should fade Luke, yeah, Baker Mayfield fan. Also, the score of the Texas A and M game is like twenty eight total points. Rubble. Yikes! I'm hoping okay. that yeah, whatever. All right, moving forward, it's time for our newest segment on the Sideline Sodas podcast. Start bench cut. I don't know who wants to lead. Kyle. Uh, Henry, Henry, why don't you kick it off? Oh, boy. Yeah, I got I got to go. I'm going to go Super Bowl halftime show. Ooh, Good one. Go. I like that. We're going to go. The three options are Rihanna, Beyonce, and then J-Lo and Shakira. Wow. I love that. I'll okay. kick it off. Yeah, please. Do. There's no question I'm starting Rihanna. Rihanna was incredible. She's the Joe Burrow of women. I'm going to Ben Shakira and J-Lo because we got a little double act there. I think that's a two-for-one, little two-headed dragon. And I'm going to cut Beyonce. I am probably going to get death threats after this, but I might not be the biggest Beyonce fan in the world. So, Luke, I'm going to pass it over to you. All right. I want to disagree, but I can't. I thought Rihanna's show was amazing. Beyonce 2. And the J-Lo, I would, I would bench the Beyonce show and I would cut the J-Lo show. That would be mine. All right. Do you want to pick it up with your start bench cut? My start bench cut is NBA owners with everything that's going on in the NBA with MJ reportedly selling his stake in the Hornets. So I've got MJ, the owner, not the player. I've got Larry Bird, the owner not the player and i've got magic johnson the owner not the player let's hear it henry i'll let you take that henry oh give me i'm gonna start magic john i think obviously gotta put the playing record aside but the dude is mostly just for i love the tweet i love the tweet the tweets are fantastic they're so good it's like it has to be a bit like it's just so obvious. <laughs> Everything he tweets, it's awesome. Electricity. He's got, he's got that going. The man beat HIV. Well, yeah, he, he did. And then I'll shout out I'll, Magic I'll, Johnson beating HIV, the unbeatable disease. I'll I'll bench Larry Bird, and then I gotta cut MJ. He's the goat as a player, but my goodness, the Hornets are a disaster. I agree with that for the most part, but I'm looking at it maybe more recency bias i'm gonna go start magic i agree i think the lakers the record has showcased i'm gonna go 
bench MJ because I think bringing in LaMelo has been pretty good for them so far. And I'm going to go cut Bird as much as I love him as a player. It's hard when your team's just there. Absolutely. Kyle, mine mimics yours. All right, let's hear Kyle's. All right, lads. I have a little St. Patrick's Day in mind. Shout out to the all the Irish out there. Um, 36 in the Texas A&M game. Sorry if you find this offensive. I'm going start bench cut. We're going a little St. Patrick's Day special. We're going green beer, Irish car bombs, Jameson. Start one, bench one, cut one. All right, I'm going to go first. Start Jameson, bench green or bench car bombs, cut fucking green beer. Hot take. I know. Wow, you got to start the car bombs. Unbelievable. I'm, really? I'm, I'm going to be day drinking tomorrow. I'm probably going to have oh, shit. seven car bombs in me by the end of the day. There's well, better than that Guinness and JMO and Bailey's. Shout out. Shout out the farm brewery. We have all that. Anyways. So you're, the, ben, you're cutting green beer? I'm cutting green beer. The second one is a tough one. It's an operational nightmare. If it's just for St. Patrick's Day, a bit more here and cut the JMO. But if it's a you year cut JMO, if it's a year round type of deal, I'm keeping the JMO and cutting the green beer. But for the one day, like the green beer is fun. I think you're both wrong. I'm going, you got to start the green beer. Unbelievable. That's a St. Patrick's Day staple. I leave. Are you shitting me? St. Patrick's Day staple. No. Green beer? When else can you go and buy a five dollar bucket of Bud Light and it's green? We here's don't. The by the way, here's a. Here's a I don't want to hear the behind the scenes magic. I want the green beer. The green oh. beer is my favorite. I want the green beer. Listen, the green beer is just fucking beer with food dye in it. But anyway, I don't give a shit what's in the beer. I like the green beer. <laughs> it's green. I swear it tastes better. It's green. It's festive. It's fun. It's, it's fruity. It's I like time it. Time to get hammered, Henry. Yeah, I'm. I'll finish it off. I think it's green beer, car bombs, Jameson. I can. You cut off the JMO. I'm okay with that. But I, for the love of God, have got to have a green beer and a car bomb. It's not St. Patrick's Day without it. Absolutely love a good car bomb. Nothing like a car bomb. Yeah, we. I think we've actually all done a car bomb together when we watched that Bucks game. We did. The football team. I think we did do a car bomb. And this is for another time. It involves car bombs, but. I gotta turn you guys on to fighting the bear. That Henry's yes, talked about you several did. times. It's one of the most electric I've ever heard. It's so fun. Yeah, we'll have to do like a special like where we all do it. Yeah. We'll have to bring all our college town drinks and all rank of those. The, what was that summer of summer of twenty 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 one twenty? No, I was twenty one. No twenty. Was it twenty? Yeah. Executive yeah, yeah. producer. Was that twenty? 20. 20. All right. It was 20. That was our start bench cut segment. Happy St. Patrick's Day for all that have either listened or are listening currently. Please get so hammered. It's what the day is for. That's what I'm going to be doing. But don't drive. Whatever you do, don't drive. Do not drive. Do not drive. If you're in in Northern Virginia, not only should you be getting hammered, you should be going to the farm to do it. You're damn straight because we just got liquor approved and we've got all the shots you could ever want to do. And I've got go to the farm brewery and get shit faced. Go but get make sure you have an Uber and then get an Uber. Or a designated driver. Or a DD, baby.
All right, that was our first ever start bench cut. Thank you, boys. Thought that went very well. Straightforward John Moran interview. What the fuck? Holy shit. I need the boys' opinions on this. And to let all the listeners know, all seven of you, we we have not talked about this. So I'm curious to know everyone's (laughs) thoughts. Oh, my God. Can it get any worse? No, it can't. Even just from Jalen Rose, the guy who defended him, it was just so blatant that Jalen Rose was just trying to keep John Morant protected. I loved, my personal favorite was the, it's not my gun. That's just all reliable. Just whip that one out of the bag. I don't know where. Oh, it wasn't mine. Yeah, sure, man. Wasn't me. Oh, I didn't do it. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. Henry, Henry, when you bring your glove to, or your glove, your gun to the strip club, what do you say? I don't bring my gun to the strip club. (laughs) I think that's, I think that was Jaw's first mistake. But it wasn't his gun. Also, why are you going to strip clubs on away games? I don't understand. I thought you just, so my understanding is you go on an NBA away game, you play a game, you go back to the hotel, you go to bed, you get your rehab, you do whatever you got to do. I guess I didn't understand this part of the NBA lifestyle where they're like going to strip clubs and I don't know. All I'm going to say about that is I should have spent way more time in the driveway working on my left-handed finishes as a kid. You know what? I wish Kyle would have fouled me much harder shooting free throws. Let's look at the real winner out of this situation, though. Shotgun Willie's shout out. What a strip club. That looked like a great back room. There will be a DM to them to see if we can record a podcast at some point from there. I want my bare ass sitting where John Morant's bare ass sat. I want to see all the pictures surface of us filming a podcast (laughs) where John Morant was holding a gun up to his head. We could do a lot of historical things, but I think probably the best thing for this podcast is to go record exactly where John Morant allegedly held a firearm no, and threw $50,000 at strippers. That's the only thing. And then they like said he wasn't drunk, and apparently he was drunk. The NBA said he was drunk. Henry? that wouldn't. I don't know why they're saying he wasn't drunk. That makes it worse. If he was sober doing this, so thing, much that makes worse. it significantly worse. Holy crap. Like I feel like the defense should be like... I was wrong. I was really drunk. That should be part of the defense. Hey, Texas A&M, make your fucking free throws. I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, this over. God, he missed both fucking free throws. All right, anyway. Hey, Luke. Hey, Luke. John Morant's a fool. But, all right, Stephen A. Smith is a strip club guy, but not a strip club guy. Yeah, I thought this was pretty great. Let me pull up the quote. This is from Stephen A. Smith's Twitter. And I put it on first take too. He, this is just I got this. All right, all right. Give me the Um, Twitter. Give me the Twitter. I wish I could read it in a Stephen A. voice. I'll try and read it. Should I? No, don't. Just read it. (laughs) We might get in trouble. (laughs) Now, first, I want to say I am not one for strip clubs. This is good. I never liked the smell, but if I had gone. And they talked about my business as they did with John Morant. I'd never go there again in my life. Strip club guy. I just just came out and went. He can't go to that strip club. Hey, this over is alive. But he can't go to the strip club because they're going to expose him. Stephen A is a strip club guy. Come on. 
Have you? I've never heard someone oh, say good that. block. They heard he was on the pivot and basically implied that I'm not saving saying that Stephen A runs young ladies or ladies in general through his place, but basically said that. Yeah, Look. I've never heard someone say that they can't go to a strip club because they didn't like the smell. There's a lot of other crazy shit that goes on in a strip club, and I've never heard someone say that the sole the reason smell, they, they, they don't like yes. going is because of the smell. Yeah, the smell's a tough one. It's okay. It's like work, walking into a bath and body works. All right, I can deal with the smell of like vanilla and body glitter, but you can't tolerate that, Stephen A. That's where you draw the line. That's why you don't go to strip clubs. Come on now. Let's take a step back, Stephen A., and let's just say how many times you have been that's I mean, unbelievable. You've enjoyed the breakfast buffets on Sundays because let's be honest, they're quite fantastic. Very good. Henry. Yeah, look, I'm just there for the food. Henry's a steak and eggs guy at the show. Henry's track. all about the spread. Henry, <laughs> Magic City. I think this podcast has got to take a trip to Mag- Magic City for the wings. I think we need to hit the Daytona clubs because <laughs> or the Is Tampa clubs. Is it bad yep. that if we went there, I would be more excited about the wings than anything else? I, I no, that's half the experience, I think. I, I don't think, think so. I, I don't I think you're in line with a way the lot in the way that a lot of people think. I, I think that's uh very legitimate. Dude, all that people want to talk about that wasn't a foul. Talk about is the food. And like Magic City is known that the Magic City is literally known. For their wings. So yeah, I don't I know. Think, uh, I personally don't. I'm just sitting here thinking, Stephen, I like you got to chill, man. <laughs> Come on now. Like it. It's not that bad. I think everyone involved needs to chill. I don't know why Jaws doing these interviews. I don't know what Stephen A gains from commenting on his strip club preferences. There is a big preference are you more of a buffet guy are you just there for the girls there's a big difference some places have great prices some places don't and i think Stephen a is a man of great talent i think he's a man of great culture and i think he understands the difference between great strip clubs and maybe he just doesn't appreciate an establishment like shotgun willies for uh maybe all they have to offer i think shotgun willies might that's what luke your mic's broken is it better now? Yeah, I no. can let me translate. Luke said, "Fuck them bitches, fuck them hoes." I, we got Essentially, this, yeah. No, I this, said that Stephen A is. <laughs> I didn't hit unmute. Stephen A is essentially a strip club guy in whatever state he's in. He's not a Denver strip club guy. Okay, so that's what we've got here. Yeah, let's let's move on before we get ourselves in any more trouble with the fun. <laughs> We're gonna, we, we're gonna we need to this. cut that. <laughs> we might oh, have to. We, I will cut that, anyways. Because that wasn't bad, though, right? Oh no, we can't have, funny, we can't have we Kyle can't. Stephen A. Voice. That can't. That... <laughs> Stephen A. Was that bad? Oh no, I thought the Stephen A. thing was fine. I thought that. I think it's very obvious. Ex- I'm trying to be Stephen yeah, A. Yeah, no, I, didn't I think that was. I was just I making that... sure that when I accidentally I said business instead of business. Listen, that's fuck that them hoes, fuck that them part. bitches was not like we can't yeah. have. That. Yeah, we gotta. No, we I think we gotta cut. I thought that's Stephen why I was a like, voice, I think we. I thought the Stephen A was fine. good. Yeah, I thought it was. I funny. think we. I think we have to cut the part about fucking bitches and yeah. fucking hoes. All right, all right, we're gonna move on. All right, all right, we're all gonna right. move on. What are we doing? Yeah. Okay. Brackets. Go ahead. Go ahead. You want me to start it? Yeah. Go ahead. 
All right, guys. First day of March Madness is coming to a close. It's been a great day. Let's just get it started with just maybe one of the more controversial topics you could possibly have. I want to know, how do you guys fill out your brackets? Are you guys team paper or are you guys team digital? Henry, you go first. Oh, team paper all the way. You got it. And it's got to be a pencil. Because you're a gonna pencil. pencil. A pencil. That's a bold move. No, well, you so start Henry with a pencil. change you Princeton from or well, Arizona no. to Princeton. No, you start with Shout a pencil. Shout out. And you fill it all out in pencil. You're going to have some edits. You're going to second guess yourself a little. And then once it's all filled out and you're happy with it, then you go back in with pen and finalize it. All right. I'd hate to say it, but that kind of sounds like beta male mentality over here. Whoa. I'm sitting here. I, you know, too bad we don't have a YouTube for it. I'm rocking the paper bracket right in front of me, all written in pen. I am. I had one mistake and I crossed it out because we'll get to that later. I, I fell victim. I am a blue Sharpie pen guy. Oh, you're not a paper mate with the gel ink. No, I like these Sharpie pens are silly. I really like them. I'm telling Um, you the pilot, the pilot G2 is the only pen to use. Hold on, I was more I, of a Murado Black Warrior guy myself. I have red, and I also have... Shout uh, out Miss Bornigal's fourth grade class. I found that pencil on my desk from Sunday school, and I loved it ever since. Fucking shout out Sunday school, but definitely paper. I'm paper. I love the paper bracket. There's something nostalgic about it. Uh, our kids one day will ream us for still doing paper brackets, but the best thing is when I walked into my parents' house, with a paper bracket in hand, and they both showed me paper brackets. Yeah, this is a thing. Like yep, we're all just just for yeah. the pod. I'll g- I'll give them the satisfaction of. No, can't hear it. Yeah, the mic's too good. Couldn't hear it. Mic's too good. He was nice rattling little paper, paper paper crystal. Nope, can't hear it. That mic not is working, dude. Damn, that that's louder than I'm talking. That's pretty impressive. That well, microphone. maybe we can edit one in. Put it, put that in post. I will put it in post. I'll put it in. I will put one in, and then we'll cut the whole 15 seconds. Yes, we will save some time. But anyways, Henry, I'm curious to know your thoughts on day one. Day one. Oh man, it's what a start. Two amazing upsets. Yeah, the paladin. Let's talk about those. Let's talk oh, about them paladins. Wild, a wild sequence at the end of that game. Yeah, what an idiot. What are you throwing yeah, the ball up like that for? What are you doing? I, it's I like in lacrosse. Know. If you're going to throw that shit up there, fucking throw it to the end of the court. Make him take it out the full length. Listen. You just knew that three was going in. Yeah, you did. Right after it. It, it was yeah. money from the second he caught the ball. Yeah, what a play. Credit to those guys for... They knocked that guy. The guy who hit the three had not been having a good shooting streak He's over the a last year. legend. And he still stepped into it and he nothing but net. And I don't know. It's pretty funny how this keeps happening to UVA. Yeah. I officially have five today. years exactly. Did you see that? It was five years exactly that they got beat by UMBC. That's interesting because I was wondering that today. I was sitting here. Shout like, out thinking, UMBC. I was sitting here thinking, I was like, was that in college? Was that in high school? I don't remember when that was. I officially am now, I've already never been a big UVA guy, but I'm officially off the Cavaliers forever. Time. Yeah. yeah. Shout out and, UMBC softball. Anyways. Yeah, moving moving on to our second upset, you have Arizona. Yes, and Kyle, you picked it. People were not on board. The audience called this man crazy. So crazy. They didn't call you crazy. They called you out of your mind. 
I had yeah. the audience. I had my own co-hosts. I had everybody against me. And you, you look stupid now. You absolutely had your co-host against you. I told you that those boys from Princeton could run an efficient offense, and I told you they were shooters. And what happens? Them boys out of Princeton, New Jersey, came in and took down the number two seed, Arizona. And watching that game, it obviously, I have not been a big Princeton basketball guy. Shout out Princeton basketball for making me look like a genius. But yeah, I watching that game, I was like, they look good. I'd watched some highlights of them all year, a couple mixtapes. They look great. But shout out, they those boys just don't look like athletes. So it's yeah, they can shoot a ball, but it's that's about as far as they're getting them. I've yeah, the, I'm off the Princeton wave after here, but Hey, what a um, round we're going to have. We're going to have a Tiger versus Tiger matchup. Mizzou versus Princeton. Loser leaves town. Mizzou's winning that game. But I want to bring up the fact that everyone on this podcast tricked me into the Oral Roberts upset. And Duke killed them. I yeah. didn't say- <laughs> yes, you, Henry. I'm talking to you. <laughs> I didn't say they were going to beat Duke. I said I thought it would be an interesting guard matchup. I'll be the first one to admit. And I was wrong about that. It was not an interesting game at all. I fell victim to two biases. One, as a mid-20s boy, I love jokes about oral. I think it's incredible. It is and like- my second bias is I'm fully convinced after the last time Oral Roberts made their run, two years ago when they upset my Florida Gators. I'm fully convinced if you could beat Florida, you can beat anyone. But then after today's like days like today, when Duke just showed them that they are in fact, Oral Roberts, they're nothing special. I go, Oh yes. I forgot that my Florida Gator basketball program is in shambles and we far from our days of glory. So that's all I got to say about that. Love you guys. I figured Oral was going to get it done for me and it just didn't tonight for some reason. You got some great endurance then. I drank the Kool-Aid. I don't know what to say. Like, I I didn't pick them to win. I just picked them to cover. And, you know, they lost by what? I wasn't loving the Oral, but I was liking it. <laughs> no, I just, I'm such an idiot. I knew Duke was going to fucking kill him. And I sat in this. Oh my God! Houston's only up seven. I, I mean, there's good oral and there's bad oral, and what we got and tonight that was, was bad, oral. bad oral. It was bad oral. Henry, you said it best. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, cannot oh, believe man. that I drank the Kool Aid when I was like, Duke's gonna kill him. And the, and I'm not blaming you guys. I didn't put any money. The, all right, final score: fifty-one to seventy-four. They beat him by yeah. 23 points. I may have also been blinded a little by my hatred for Duke basketball. I know, and that's what fucked me. I was like, all right, it, Henry's, it, by the way, if everyone wants to know, Henry's our college basketball sharp. So I looked at it, and I was like, all right, like, there were six and a half point dogs. I was like, there's, all right, they'll keep it to, Duke's going to win, but they're not going to beat him by seven. Yeah, I, you guys, Henry, why don't you walk us through the rest of your round of 64, just some please, maybe some notable games do. coming tomorrow and what maybe your predictions for what's going to happen because I know we got some bold ones. Like, I have Drake sitting right here. I think Drake's my upset. I got them as my darlings, my little Cinderella darlings. Besides that, I got a big one. I can't wait when we talk about the rest of the tournament. But 
Henry, why don't you walk us through just some of your basic thoughts about this round of 64 so far and coming in the coming days? Yeah, I think it was a great day today, and there's still some good games going on. Tomorrow, I don't know. We got some interesting stuff coming up. TCU, Arizona State, I think is an interesting one. I was on board with TCU, and then I watched the first four games. Maybe I'm putting too much stock into it, but Arizona looks as sharp on offense as they've looked all season, so I think that'll be a good one to watch. And it wouldn't shock me to see Arizona State manage to pull off the upset there tomorrow. And then we got... Uh, Sorry, sorry. I'm really bad at the mute button on this mic. I don't disagree. I think that tomorrow is going to be wild in the sense that did you? I don't know if you've seen the statistic that Purdue is like twenty three percent of brackets, and there's I think there was twenty five million people or something like that in the bracket challenge that have Purdue losing twenty three percent of total brackets to have that's or they're gonna lose the next round. By the way, they play Duke. Or no, I'm sorry, they don't. We've got to wait to see what happens with Memphis and and FAU. I hate yeah. my bracket because they're gonna lose to Memphis. And I guess I should have started out with, does anyone, is anyone's bracket broken so far? Yeah, no, mine's over and not really. I just, I put, I took a heavy future on Purdue to win it at plus 1200 and I want my money back. So I've missed two games so far. You've missed only two. Yeah, that makes sense. I've missed a handful, but all my teams that make deep runs are still intact. For the- yeah, still- I still have all my deep teams. I've only missed Maryland and Duke. Oh. You shorted the Terps. How could you? No, I didn't tell him, Maryland. I just fucking had the over, and of course it loses by three points. Um, Kyle, I literally texted Kyle, and I said, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, Luke and I have had some fun texts today. We uh, just the lines have been, ooh, I've Just I don't a little insight know. to the day in the life of me and Luke. Give I sent him us. a nice little shout-out for his work on the Wasted Wagers follow on Twitter. By the way. Thank you. Looks pretty good. Great content so far. As everyone knows, fade Luke. I sent him. Do it. We had a little Even discussion about our gators last night. And just today we talked about a little great Mizzou, little Mizzou action out I there in the first the round. Mizzou, plus it looked good. We both sweated out the uh, Western West Virginia game. And lost. Yep. So just in the West Virginia game alone, we had huge sweat in this West Virginia game for oh, the over. God. Yeah. Got to make free throws. Fingers crossed emoji. That's a good one. Fuck. That's for me. After the game ended, I decided to shoot the text. Parlay? Question mark. I put all of my picks in one. Ha. The only one I care about is the Penn State over. I said, that's going to be fun. <laughs> and we're watching that now. Yes, we are. Henry, I put I got an, one, I put I got an one more unhealthy thing. amount of money on this game. I got one more thing to say about round one. Those of you who listened to the March Madness episode the other day, you knew this was coming. Auburn, I, I was accused of bias, but look at what happened. Iowa oh, lost. I took your pick. I yeah, picked I, Auburn. I didn't because I'm so ignorant to listen to fucking Henry, which pisses me off. I should have, but you're right on. No, I completely agree. I think uh, obviously a little Wisconsin red came out, but I, you were right in the end of the day. I I also thought Auburn had a better team overall, and it showed tonight. I think Auburn put them in the dirt, and they didn't really look close. In the dirt. Despite the score, even though that was Undertaker. on one side. I, it, Undertaker dirt. It wasn't particularly close watching it. 
No. So going forward, you guys have any notable dark horses or do you guys want us to jump right into the Sweet 16? I like Princeton a lot now, but because I'm, it's because of everything that's happened today. I'm really keen on Duke now. I think that, not that this was a test for Duke, but I do think that it was important. Like the way that Duke won that game was important. I don't know if you can call Duke a dark horse in this sense. I do think, by the way, everyone is out of their fucking mind. Oh God, I had fucking Virginia. I thought I had Furman. I think everyone's out of their mind for writing. Purdue is going to be, listen, this might be, I can't wait for someone to, to clip this. Purdue is going to beat Fairline Dickinson by 25 points. Yeah. Someone Purdue. needs to cl- clip this. Someone Purdue. clip this. Purdue's we'll clip it. Clip. Yeah, I'll make clip sure to clip it. that. Shit, I'll clip it. Purdue's going to win tomorrow. It's- Purdue's going to kill them. But man, am I excited to watch the fucking Purdue, Memphis, or FAU game. So I got yeah. this from just after watching that Fairleigh Dickinson game. I think there was a decent chance. Not decent. There's a small chance. That there could have been a huge upset just because Purdue coming away is such a big favorite in that game. When ESPN's running you as 100% in the simulation on those statistics, I think it's a, it's pretty obvious that you have a target on your back. But after you come out as a head coach and you say, after watching a little more Purdue, I think more and more that we can beat them. I think it's over. Purdue, I don't poke the giant. They could have come in sleeping. Dude, listen, listen. Purdue what is... 22 and a half point favorites. I think they're going to win by 25. Lay it. I'm putting it. It's going to be in my fucking mortal locks. I don't know. Mortal locks feels like a steal. It's going to be in my wasted wagers guarantees, which I put one out. I put my tournament play of the year out today in this over. And I swear to God, I needed to hit, but I'm telling you right now, Purdue is going to kill these mother, these mother loving Fairline Dickinson kids. I'm just, you don't go out and say, the more and more I watch him, I'm going to beat him. What's he supposed to say? No, like, but he's not supposed to say that. Hey, it's going to be a great game. How hard would that have been? Yeah, I, if I'm him, I'm coming out and saying, all right, guys, let's run it to the dance. Let's go dance and let's try and knock off the number one team. Maybe not, I think we're going to beat these fuckers. Like, yeah, you're done, man. It's over. Purdue's coming out there angry now. Granted, maybe this comes back and it looks bad on all of us, but... I don't see any reality now that Fairleigh Dickinson, when these guys are sitting here on social media and they see that, it's over. They're mad. They're pissed off. You don't want to piss off a number one seed? I that's I just don't see a reality anymore that Fairleigh Dickinson wins. I thought about taking the upset after seeing Fairleigh Dickinson react like that. I, it's over. I'm 100% in on Purdue to win that game. You should have been 100. You should have been in already. A 16 seed has only been a one seed once in the history of the tournament. Yeah, I understand, but... We've had that precedent now that it is possible. And I think, I mean, just saw Houston was getting pushed a couple minutes ago and we checked the scores. Kansas for a while there was getting pushed today. but uh, By Howard. By the way, Howard played a hell of a game. Kansas wasn't getting pushed. Howard played a great game. Kansas. It was less than a 10-point game at half. I'm not sure if they were getting pushed or if. I'm not sure if they were getting pushed or if they were just playing with their food before they ate it. Granted, Bill Self was not there, but. Let's let's call a spade that they didn't run away with that to start. Granted, Purdue now tomorrow is going to come out and probably crush these guys. Luke said by twenty five. I think they're going to yep. shit pump them. I don't think they're going to kill them. I think 
their coaches made it personal now. I don't think I, – I, I just don't see reality in Fairleigh Dickinson even stands a chance anymore thanks to their coach. Don't poke the giant, and they did. All right. Granted, anyone Sweet 16, any notable names? Yeah. Really like Memphis now, and I wish I could redo my bracket. I've just read too much bullshit. By the way, called Arkansas and Kansas. Both those games were correct. Northwestern beat Boise State, so shout out. I don't know, man. The Sweet 16, I've got Purdue, Duke, Kentucky, Marquette, Kansas, VCU, Gonzaga, UCLA, and Xavier, Texas, Baylor, Arizona lost. Fuck you. Alabama, Houston, Drake. What I like is that, for some reason, I Drake. I drank the kool-aid when kyle said bet drake <laughs> i drank it i uh, yeah i got drake in there i got drake in my sweet 16 my sweet 16 starting from top left is bama san diego state baylor mizzou purdue tennessee kentucky sparty little michigan state houston sparty! drake iowa state a&m Arkansas, UConn, TCU, and UCLA. Yeah, it's not bad. There's always one surprise team in the Sweet 16 every year, it seems. And I don't have them. I had them losing. Granted, I don't want to interrupt you, Henry, but I think my surprise is going to be the Hypnotoad over at TCU. I think they're going to upset. Read the blog. Read the blog. Everyone go read the blog. If you haven't Uh, yet, I've drunk the Kool-Aid. I've fallen victim to the Hypnotoad. I got the Hypnotoad taking me all the way to the final four. All right. That's um, nuts. Yeah. For Henry, making, let's hear it. Making it to the Sweet 16 at least. Furman pulling the upset against UVA today. I don't think they have a bad path at this point. Just got to get by San Diego State, who was unconvincing against Charleston. And I don't think they go much farther than that. It's but, and then, yeah, I go, I got, I got, I got Alabama. Creighton, San Diego State, although I actually, if I had to pick it today, I think I'd go with Furman. Utah State, which was a tough loss for me. Purdue, Duke, Kansas State, Marquette, UCLA, Gonzaga, UConn, Kansas, Texas, Iowa State, Indiana, and Houston. A little different, a little different. Who you guys got going to your Elite Eight? I got Bama, Creighton, Purdue, Marquette, Gonzaga, Kansas, Texas, and Indiana. All right, Luke, what do you got? Mike's broken again. Oh, of course it is. Still broken. We're going to need some. I'll take over then. I got Bama, San Diego State, Baylor, Mizzou, Purdue, Tennessee, Kentucky, Michigan State. All in one party. Fuck, that was the wrong one. Cut that. My lead, I got Bama, Baylor, Tennessee, Kentucky, Houston, A&M, UConn, and the Hypnotoad. Yeah, you're big on the... Uh... I'm huge on them. I did a deep dive on TCU, and they got a good team. The record doesn't reflect it, but when they're healthy and they're playing with confidence, they got a team that can make a run. They're solid at rebounding. They're solid offensively. They're averaging a... I can't remember the exact number. I forgot to save it, but they're averaging great points. They've had great wins over Baylor, and they've played against Texas two super close games this year. Lost by two in both occasions, if I remember that correctly. At least one of them was two. The other one was also single digits. I think the boys 
at TCU have a really good shot of making a deep run. I don't think they have the talent to go and win the whole thing this year. But in the preseason... Come on now. Yep, you're on. And you're off again. Right. And I think TCU's got a shot to make a run. Let's just look at their path right here. I think TCU beats Arizona State. You're telling me they just have to beat Gonzaga? You beat Gonzaga, and then you're playing an either banged-up UCLA team or maybe UCLA gets picked off by Northwestern. I think either way, UCLA or TCU's got a shot to make it to the Final Four. I don't hate. I don't hate the. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're Fuck good. Yeah, let's go. Who's back of the week? Your mic. My who's back of the week? My mic. I don't. I love the Northwestern pick. My elite eight: Alabama, Arizona loss. So fuck me. Houston, Texas. Not Houston, Texas. Houston. Texas. Then I've got Purdue, Duke, Kentucky, Marquette, Gonzaga, UCLA, Kansas, VCU. Don't sleep on VCU. I think that they're going to lose tomorrow now that I'm saying that right now. And my mic works. Definitely, they're going to lose now. But I just think it's... Dude, I think that it all goes back to when Henry talked about it in the our first initial reaction. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? It's the most wide open year. We just watched Virginia get beat by Furman. I didn't say that. Did I say that right? Furman. Yeah, you did. Furman. All right. Why did I think it was something else? That's nuts. And by the way, anyone that didn't have Missouri beating Utah State. Just put some respect on the SEC. Come on now. I don't have a lot of respect for you. Get that shit out of here. The Mountain West beating the SEC. Shut the the fuck fuck out of here. They played such a tough conference schedule. And then they go play. Utah State and beat them by 11. Just, I thought, and I, te- Kyle, I think I texted you and I said that this game's a lock. Like, th- there's no way that Missouri's losing this game. Yeah, Actually, I texted, texted you. Yeah, you texted me. in all caps and you said locked. I knew it. I just, there was no way they were losing that game. Um, I, actually really can't wait, which feels like a nerdy thing, but to watch the Mizzou Princeton game. I think that's going to be uh, Tiger leaves town. Yeah, I just think that's going to be I just think that's going to be one of those games that I think it's going to be a weird it's going to be a weird game. That's for sure. It's a real, I have it's a a real dilemma for people who pick their brackets based oh, on Oh, well the brackets are over. Maybe we'll have to do like a, a podcast divided see which tiger is each person. Like I'm a Mizzou. I'm all on Mizzou right now. All right. I think Mizzou's great. Princeton, you served me well. You got me through the first round. But I think it's all Mizzou. It's all SEC from here on. Yeah, I think that's a great one. I think Mizzou-Princeton is going to be an oddly strange game for us to watch. I think it's just, it's not going to be a good game. Mizzou, I don't think they're going to run away with it either. I think it's going to be sloppy. It might be close. And it's just going to be an ugly basketball game, which is exactly what you would expect out of a Mizzou-Princeton basketball game. And look, no one, it's just... Enjoy the ride. We got a ton more great games tomorrow. We've already had some awesome upsets today. A lot of crazy stuff happening. Um, it truly is the best time of the year, and it goes so quick. So make sure to enjoy it. Enjoy well. it all. Because all right, quickly, what do you guys quick, got? What do you got for your final four? Final uh, fours. I have Alabama, Purdue, because I'm a fucking homer. And Houston, Kansas, which I don't feel great and about. Then what's your champion? Purdue beats Houston 73 68. All right, Henry, what do you got? 
I got Creighton, Marquette, and then Indiana, Gonzaga. All right. Who and do you I have got, winning it all? I have Gonzaga winning it all. They beat Marquette in the final 76-69. That's a rare one. I got Baylor, Tennessee, Houston, TCU, the Hypnotoad. But I got, overall, I got Tennessee playing Houston. I got Tennessee taking it all. All right. It's the best time of the year. And I'm excited to sit down tomorrow and watch more and more of my bracket go up in flames. Yep. I'm ready to overindulge on more basketball for a second straight day. And going forward, that's been another episode of Sideline Soda Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Love you guys. Love you. Feel boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance, throw the run on. If you